Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Building Years, everybody. This is Jeremiah Watkins. It's Justin Alexio. And you are listening. This is the first time we've taken this long of a hiatus ever while doing the building years. Oh, yeah. But, guys, we've got good news on why we haven't been recording. It's actually because we've been too busy. (laughs) (laughs) We've been too busy. Does that make you feel good, guys? But for good reasons. Actually, uh... I was out of the country, and Justin has been filming a freaking movie, guys. Woo! So find comfort in that, that we're, we're building everybody. Or do you, maybe you don't care. Or maybe you don't care, you. and you're pissed. <laughs> you might be mad, like, where, where are our new episodes? If we're one of the two to 500 people a week <laughs> that listen to this. We love every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to the Building Years, everybody. But we are back. We should be able to stay on schedule for a while. Yeah. Um, unless we book some more stuff. Unless we book a TV show, and then in which case, goodbye, Builders. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. As soon as Justin gets a sitcom, he's like, screw everything. I'm done with this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But, Yeah. Justin, how's the uh, how's the shoot been going for your movie, man? It's been going good. I won't talk about it too much because I'm going to try and uh, get some of the the cast members to to come on here, and I'm sure they're going to talk it to death. So uh, okay, cool. It's uh it's going good, man. Uh, how was Canada? You guys, were... yes, I was. I've been in in Montreal this this last this last week for the Just for Laughs festival, and. It was, I have to say, one of the coolest weeks in comedy yeah. that I've ever done. Maybe maybe the coolest. Maybe the coolest week that I've ever done for comedy. I did, uh, ended up doing two shows a night. Uh, I did the Goddamn Comedy Jam, and I did the Roastmasters Invitational with Jeff Ross. And it was an absolute... Blast! Amazing experience, and I got to do some shows with some really, really cool people and some really uh, amazing comedians that I that I respect. So it was awesome. Nice. Uh, and I was able to do the first night that we got in. Jeff Ross uh, was hosting uh, a show at uh, this place called the Wiggle Room, and I was able to do stand up the first night that I got in. And uh, at the end of the week. Uh, Pat Reagan and I opened the Roastmasters Invitational with some songs, and throughout the week I did the Wave uh, for the for the Roastmasters Invitational, and I played uh, the roadie character Mosh Pit for the Jam, and I basically got to do a little of everything out there, which I was really happy yeah. about because I love doing the Wave, but. Some people are, get confused. Like, are you a stand-up? Are you just some? <laughs> are you just some crazy hype sketch man guy? performer? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that was really cool, man. Uh, that I got to showcase that at the end of the week uh, with Pat, uh, because in that audience, <clears throat> there was a lot of cool people that were there. I guess I'll talk about that night first. I'll talk about the last night first yeah. in Montreal. So. 
the Roastmasters Invitational, those those is uh sold out throughout the week, but the last night was like they're over capacity big time and and I couldn't even see like in the upper balconies because the lights were so bright. But I guess it was just crammed up there and somebody was telling me all together there's like over five hundred people crammed into this venue uh called Lestral. And in the audience for the final show, because there'd be like celebrities who would like pop in throughout the week. But yeah. I have to do some name drops right drop now. Drop some names. Be that <laughs> guy. <laughs> name drop. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mike Judge was oh. one of the judges for the Roastmasters Invitation. He's one of the judges. How uh, ironic. Yeah. Uh, Which I love him, by the way. I've loved oh, him since dude, I was like amazing. a 10-year-old. King dude, of the I Hill. Mean, King of the Hill. Beavis Silicon Butthead, Valley. Silicon Valley. Uh Office space. Office space. It's like so many amazing projects. He was one of the judges. Uh, Jason Reitman uh, was also in there. Uh, Dave Chappelle was sitting next to Jeff Ross. All my childhood heroes. Michael Che and Colin Jost, Weekend Update anchors from Saturday Night Live, were there. Uh, Most of the cast of Silicon Valley was there. (laughs) Thomas Middleditch, TJ Miller, uh, a couple other guys as well. Um, Michael Fassbender yeah. was uh, was in the audience. Uh, Olivia Munn was there watching the show. Ooh, Brett Favre's um, wife. Uh, She's hot and amazing uh, uh, being an actress. Aaron um, from the Packers, Aaron uh, Rodgers. Oh, Rodgers was there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. <laughs> How random. Uh, I think he might be date. Is he dating He's Olivia dating Munn? Olivia Munn, Okay, yeah. then that's Yeah, then that's why he was there. Um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried was one of the judges. Dude, it was like, it That's was nuts. so freaking cool. Was it, was it like, were you surreal? Like, this is all a dream. It was very surreal. It was one of those things where I, like, I literally woke up the next day and I was like, what happened last night? <laughs> that was so crazy. And Gilbert and his wife remembered me from the New York Comedy Festival because he was one of the judges there. Oh, okay. And, uh. They asked me if I was in New York, and I was like, yeah. And uh, I was talking to Gilbert, and he he said, um, that thing. <laughs> let me let me try to get my, my you guys remind me of, like, he was like, uh, he's like, uh, of the Stooges before they got famous. <laughs> like, he was, t- basically, he was saying that the three Stooges, before they got famous, which I had no idea about any of this, comedians used to have what they called Stooges between their acts so they would do some comedy and then their stooges would come on almost as like an intermission or filler and they would run on stage and either hit each other or do some kind of like pratfalls or like throw pies at each other yeah and they're called stooges and he said that that's what the wave reminded him of because we go on in between when the jokes kill yeah uh for uh roast battles and stuff like that and that i found that very interesting. Um, Sounds like it was also an educational trip for you. Yeah, it Learned was. Some stuff. It was. It was good, man. And uh, dude, the night before, so that that was the final night, and that was completely epic. And um, uh, Jimmy Carr from the UK, he ended up winning the entire Roastmasters Invitational. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, he's amazing. I I I had known about him and seen him for years, but. I didn't. Um, I'd never seen him live before because he. I don't know how often he comes to the states, but he won that. That was really cool. 
And uh, the night before, the, uh, this made my night. Uh, Rob Schneider was in the audience. Oh, sweet. And he came backstage after the show, and he he told me, he goes, uh, he said, this was my favorite show of the festival. That he had seen a bunch of shows, and he had been doing performing on shows and stuff yeah. like that. Earl Skakehold opened for him earlier in the night. <laughs> and uh, Rob Schneider, he looks at me, and he's like, you have great energy. He's like, you can do anything physically it's like very funny man very funny oh like, man that's crazy dude it was it was so freaking cool like i grew up watching rob schneider he's like one of my snl favorites yeah and he's he's like in that bad boy era of snl in the early 90s that's my favorite era of snl with like farley and, and spade and sandler and rock and dude it's just that that was like one of the highlights of my trip just like me Getting to talk with him as a performer and not as some a fan going up to him like, hey Rob, could I could I get a picture yeah. or something like, like that? I'm, I made it. <laughs> yeah, supposedly there's a picture somewhere that I need to find that's maybe on Twitter or Instagram that he took with his phone of me, him, Jeff Ross, and some other guys in a group picture. And yeah. I really want to find that picture. You gotta troll it, baby. Uh. So were there a lot of do they speak English up in uh Montreal or French? They, yes and no. because uh, before the podcast you were asking me, you're like, how did you get around? Ubers or taxis? Okay. Yeah. I had the worst experience with taxis up there. Freaking crooks up there. Because this happened multiple times and, and I'm and I'm standing by calling the taxi drivers in, in Montreal crooks because a- it was not just one, it was three different t- three out of the four times. The drivers acted like they couldn't hear what we were saying or that they didn't know enough English, and they took us the long way around <laughs> so the fare would go up in their taxi. Happened multiple times. See, at that point, I'm just like, well, I'm going to pay you what I think I should pay you. That's crazy. Dude, it was dumb. And, and then Uber Uber stood solid, man. <laughs> and the, the Uber driver was like, the taxi drivers do not like us out here. <laughs> uh, and... I guess there's this weird thing where it's not you officially the for insurance purposes the, it, you can't if you get pulled over by a cop you yeah. can't say you're doing Uber driver like it's a business like it's under it's shady it's like under <laughs> the table out there she's like it's uh, just my we, friends that are sitting in the back randomly yeah he's like uh would, he texts me he's like uh would you sit in the front and I got there he's like thank you uh I'm not supposed to be Uber driving. It is not legal here in Montreal yet. He's like, uh, some people get offended when I ride, ask them to ride in the front, but I do not see the difference. <laughs> I was like, I don't care, man. As long as you give me the the venue that I'm trying to get to, I don't, I don't care. So, did you just spend an ungodly amount of money? That's what happens to me whenever I go out of town. I mean, I flew. Have you ever flown American before? American Airlines? Yeah. They're okay, but dude, they charged me to check one bag. Yeah, and I was like, "What? I'm used to Southwest where you can check two bags for free." So oh. I spent just fifty some bucks on that, which is fine. This trip was totally worth it, even if I they had to check it twice. Like once there, once, once there, once back. Because I flew with a, um, I flew with my sacks on oh. on the plane, so I had to carry that because that's like very fragile. Like I don't yeah. want to risk. 
I see the way people put the stuff on the plate, just throw it up in there. Dude, I saw somebody, it looked like they drop kicked the bag <laughs> down the carousel. I'd never seen it. It like it flipped over like ten times before it got to the bottom. And I looked at Johnny Scordis and I was like, was the guy just like doing practicing field goal kicks at the top? It just spun anyway. Uh airplane humor anybody everybody. Hey, 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 hey. So yeah, that was that was an experience. The fly, dude, I was so nervous that I was not going to be able to cross the border for some reason. I'd have to fly all the way back, and <laughs> I was so nervous. But yeah, all that passport drama. I don't know if you ever told the. Uh, I don't listeners. think I made it on on here. No. Uh, did I talk about my picture getting rejected or no? No, because it happened during hiatus. All right, guys. Uh, I had some mean passport drama that that happened. So I sent off for my passport at the end of May. And I was like, oh, there's plenty of time. I'll do the standard like processing. Six-week processing. Because it takes four to six weeks. Yeah. That's what they say. I'm not getting it. And I'm like, what is going on? It's like we're nearing, like, July now. And, like, the beginning of July. And I'm like, I still don't have my passport. And then I get something in the mail that says, uh, you need to take another picture and send it in because we're rejecting this one. Your face is too distorted in this. And I was like, what? And I was doing a stupid smile. On it, nobody told me at the post office that I couldn't smile. Yeah, you took it at the post office. They're supposed to know how to take They're it. They're supposed to tell me, hey, don't do that because it might get rejected. And I was so mad. So I had to, uh, that uh, that was more drama. So I had to go to a Walgreens, get it reshot and sent out there. And uh, then after all that, I called the number a week later. Still hadn't, I called a couple weeks later, still hadn't come. And now we're like a week before. <laughs> Like a week and a half before I fly out, and uh, I had to get expedited processing, which cost another seventy bucks. <laughs> and I finally got it right before, and I was like, "Oh, it was worth it to to get it before without having to worry." But it was a mess. It was a long mess, and all because I did a stupid bit. <laughs> Yeah. I had to freaking <laughs> smile and look re- look just dumb. Oh, so you intentionally made it look stupid? Oh, I looked real dumb <laughs> in the picture. But it, I mean that's that's part of the fun of IDs. Is like it's it's like there forever. <laughs> I I I just look like a pissed dude in my passport picture now, the one that they actually accepted. Yeah. So, whatever. My 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 driver's license is uh pretty dumb. I have my yeah. eyes wide, but they had to bring, they brought it down the First couple of photos, she's like, "You can't do that. I'm not. You have to retake it." Really? So I just kept See, bringing why it. do they care? <laughs> I don't know. Because you can take whatever picture you want for the driver's license. Yeah, because that's know. issued right then and there. Yeah. But for passport, whatever. Ugh. Um. Yeah. So I did. So I ended up doing the wave with uh, Jesus Trejo and Ed Larson, uh, and they ended up doing great. Very different dynamic from what I usually do with Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter, but ended up being different, uh, but good in a different way. And they they, they killed it, and they uh, really brought everything uh, uh, to the table. And I'll talk about um, the jam, one of uh, the highlights of uh, the probably, probably the best show was um, for the jam was Bill Burr, Mm. Margaret Cho and Pete Davidson. Oh wow, yeah. It was an awesome show all the way around. Everybody had great song selections and everybody killed their stand up and for Margaret Cho, she sang Chandelier and I dressed up as 
Maddie Ziegler, the little girl from the Chandelier yeah. videos, uh, with like the blonde striking hair. resemblance you two have. Yeah, right. Uh, we got a blonde. Josh Adam Myers bought a blonde wig and uh, a leotard for me to wear, uh, flesh colored, and I freaking wore it, and it would it it showed it revealed a lot, and it was uh it was pretty gross, but it uh it did. Did you, did you wear underwear? I bought flesh colored women's underwear oh and God. i and i turned it around so the the back would be like around my balls and <laughs> penis area because <laughs> things were trying to like pop out and stuff like that oh but luckily luckily whenever i um am about to go on stage and i i'm i'm never like whenever i'm about to go on stage like uh I'm much more of a grower, if that makes sense. So everything shrivels up, oh especially if I'm if I'm about to, to do want... something risque. <laughs> so it ends up working out because. Wait a second! Wait a second! You got turned on by. No, no, no! Quite the opposite. Oh, it went backwards. Oh, you did totally. I said shriveled. <laughs> oh, shriveled. I said I'm a grower, not a shower. So in this case, I'm I was definitely not a shower because I had like a button penis. It like went up inside my body because I'm like, oh, I'm about to wear this freaking leotard. I know thing. people when they're in that position. A lot of people wear cups. I would do that to make it look a little bigger. Uh, I didn't even care. I was just like, whatever. This is. I'm gonna own see, my little penis. Pretty. I mean, those are your words, not mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was like, so Margaret Cho starts. She told uh, this great story about why she she chose that song, and. Then I, she started singing it, and I slowly crept in around the corner, and the crowd slowly realized what was going on. They saw it, and they started laughing, and it was epic, dude. It was I, I, I danced uh, while Margaret Cho was singing, and then I went through the entire house. There's an upper level of the catacombs at the venue that we were playing at for the gym, and I ran around the entire venue, and then back on stage, and dude, it was so fun. And then we sang Gangster's Paradise with Pete Davidson. Hey. And the first uh hip hop song I ever memorized the words to. Dude, Shout out to Coolio. So good. So good. And then uh yeah, man. It was just such a fun show. That show, I feel like, um, the Thursday show for the uh for the jam and the Friday show for uh the uh Roastmasters Invitational were probably like the best shows of the week. But um yeah, dude, it was so, it was so fun. Like I could go on and on about some of the other uh, stories. I want you to talk a little bit too, so it's not just me uh, <laughs> ranting. Uh, but I, I mean, I've got more stories if we want to go back to it. All right. Well, uh, just well, you know, we're talking about those SNL people. Uh, only thing, Pixels came out, and uh, it's kind of sad reading some of these articles from a Variety and Hollywood Reporter saying Adam Sandler is no longer a movie star. Yeah, what would you consider a movie star? I don't know. Like, what is your definition? A of person a movie that star? makes the th- crazy thing is, is that it's still gonna make it's gonna make back its money, it's, right? So isn't that technically profitable? But I guess it's not when you not for how big the budget is. Like, I I think to me a movie star is somebody obviously it's the lead in the movie, but it's also somebody who can carry a film and also bring in them bring in. The numbers, like well, people, here, like whenever, whenever a trailer comes on, like, oh, like a great example, like Will Smith, like probably his last couple, even Will Smith, like as big as he is. Yeah. After been Earth. Oh, my God. Right. But let's say 10 years ago, Will Smith, dude, 
I mean, he was known as the number one movie star. Yeah, pulling in all those. Well, they're saying Adam Sandler is uh, not a movie star anymore because he's gotten too far away from his brand uh, with like these kind of movies, and that he's outgrown his his brand. Basically, he's too old to play his brand, and that huh. when he doesn't play his brand, people don't want to watch it. And I'm like, why can't we just? They're like, he should have branched out into these R-rated comedies. Like they're like Apatow. Uh, is running the game now. Like he needs to go into that genre, the bro R-rated bromances. Well, and I'm dude. like, man, why? I just wish we didn't have to worry about all this stuff. You know, it's like, why can't we just be comedians and worry about why are we talking about branding? Well, it's hard because as an Adam Sandler fan, wouldn't you like to see him do those movies? Oh yeah. Then there you go. That's why. The, that's why <laughs> it's being talked about. Problem. No, I mean I am too. Uh, like I love Adam Sandler and like, I, I like, I mean, I liked bedtime stories and I've liked like click and a lot of like this funny, did you like funny people? I loved funny people. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like a diehard Sandler fan. So it's, it's, of course I want to see him do more still like after all these years, but a couple of my favorite movies from him are happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Right. That to me, like, is and like even like the water boy and little Nicky and some of those like got like very the reviews or whatever yeah not great but they're like cult classics now yeah yeah did you like that's my boy with uh I thought that that was a good attempt I I thought that that he's been away from that style for so long that that was pretty good for what for him being yeah. away from that. If he started doing that again, though, I bet he'd like. You gotta. You can't just instantly after you've been gone from that genre for like ten or fifteen years just be. Yeah. You uh, like you're gonna be great again. Like that's why sometimes I think it's like, oh, you get famous, you got all these problems. Uh, we've also we're also away for this, but we could talk about. It. I want to talk about it. The uh, Ariana Grande when she licked that donut. Did you hear about that? Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, why does why is this news? I'm reading. I was like, I'm reading an article about someone's tweets and i hate doing that and i'm like she's 21 years old you know the dumb stuff i did when i was 21 years old i don't mm. know i'm just like what's the point uh guys maybe i don't want to be famous maybe i'm starting to slowly realize that oh wow uh, justin wants to live under the radar everybody <laughs> away from the microscope well nah. <laughs> yeah right yeah right uh. dude i got some good news uh, about stand up on the spot while I was in Montreal. Yeah, GQ uh, it, uh, published this article that it's one of five. Stand up on the spot is was named one of the five funniest nights in America. Oh, sweet! Yeah, did you see that article online? I don't think I did. I'll have to I'll have to pull it up for you, but I'm very, very how did that happen? Very proud. They come out to a show or had the word of no, mouth. No, my. I owe this to Eric Andre. He put in the word and plugged it uh, for me. They got a quote from him about the show, and then they uh, they talked to me about what the show was and stuff like that. My name's not in it, but Stand Up on the Spot is in it, uh, which is it's fine. Of course, I'd, I would have liked my name in it. but Yeah, it's called The Stand Up Spot with Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, um, but it's all good. They just cut out the with Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> I mean. Whatever. It's your, it's your it, show. It's your brand. Yeah, exactly. Um 
But I was very excited about that because that's like some of the first big press that we've gotten for the show. Yeah, that's awesome. So thank you, Eric Andre. I was able to thank him in person in Montreal. He was out there. It's good to see him. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. And, dude, uh, this made me laugh really hard. Harlan Williams was on one of the jam shows. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, whenever he went up on stage, me and uh, Johnny Scordis as the roadies, I'm Mosh Pit and and Johnny Scordis as as Razor Blade. We were like bowing down to him, uh, like in in awe of Harlan Williams because I love Harlan Williams. And uh, he goes, yeah, everybody, uh, keep it going for my son, everybody. (laughs) He points at me and I come back on the stage and I wave. He goes, yeah, yeah, uh, that's my son right there. He goes, well, uh, he's not my biological son. Um, we found him in a garbage bag under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You Guess do look I, like you could be found under a garbage bag. Well, you took it as sad for whatever reason, uh, Justin. <laughs> uh, I thought it was very funny. It was a joke that Harlan made, and Justin just went, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe you didn't set it up right. I don't know. <laughs> Justin just became my least favorite audience member. Whenever you tell something that's semi-negative, uh, has a negative connotation, and they go, aw, that's my least favorite reaction at a stand-up show. <laughs> so thank you, Justin Alexia, for doing that after my story of Harlan Williams. Hey, man. I'm just a man. I'm just, uh, I was got nothing. Guys, we are rusty, all right? <laughs> we haven't done this podcast in a couple of weeks. We are rusty. I was trying so hard to think of we're something finding our We're finding our legs again with this podcast. <laughs> so hopefully you're enjoying this and our updates and, and stories. But I saw, speaking of the Pixels, going back to the Pixels thing, Andy Kindler gave a State of the Industry speech that I guess he gives at Just for Last every year. And... He was talking about uh, Adam Sandler and basically kind of crapping on him. I don't know if that's just the shtick of the speech or if he just does that. But he, he said, uh, Josh Gad, he's like, Josh Gad is so overexposed. I went to open my mailbox and he said hello to me. <laughs> like he was doing these like cheesy yeah. jokes and... Uh, it was pretty funny. People going to hate you when you're at the top. It was, I mean, it was weird to see. Um, dude, I saw. So Jeff Ross did a uh, a taping for the, uh, the 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 comedy award show for local. I guess I guess it just broadcast in Canada. But it was the Just for Laughs Awards for comedians and the the star of Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. She got the breakout comedian of the year award. Yeah, Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Thank you. That was cool to see her. And also, I didn't get to stay because I had to go prep for another show. But Kevin Hart and Mike Myers were presenting, and I was like 30 feet from them. And it was so bizarre to see. I've never seen Mike Myers in person. Yeah. I don't. And you know what? I guess I've probably never seen Kevin Hart either. I've just seen. I've never seen them in person. Yeah. But Mike Myers, man, oh my goodness! Let me ask you, dude, was there a lot of a lot of celebrities in town for this? Was there a lot of like uh, groupies getting uh, having sex with the groupies? I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if they were having sex with groupies or whatever. But there was definitely girls out there that were just like that give it were to me. 
they were down. It seemed like they were like, uh, I would have to like end certain conversations. I'm like, uh, all right, I'm going to go over here. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. Bye. Oh, well, you're a good boyfriend. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, was, I feel like a couple people probably slipped, but uh, you know. Dude, one of the heads of Fleshlight was there at multiple of my shows, <laughs> and she loved me, and she's like, I'll give you free Fleshlights for life. <laughs> Did you say yes? Uh, she gave me her card, and I'm gonna see if uh, she might be interested in uh, <laughs> oh my God. M- might be interested in sponsoring stand up on the spot or something. Uh, well, why not? Right? Why not? And also, why not parlay that into you use the flashlight? So why not? There you go. Get free. Do they go bad though? That's the real. If question. you don't clean them, oh god, I know it's pretty <laughs> gross. Pretty gross. <laughs> They gave us free oh. flashlights in uh, while we we're in Montreal in our swag bags. Oh, all right. So now you got a new one. Did no. you throw the old one out? <laughs> no, I used that one just twice in Montreal, and then I just threw it away. I didn't want to haul <laughs> it back. It <laughs> you hauled it through security? No, I no, I didn't. Ha- I, I'm saying like, like oh, I didn't want to haul it back. Oh, okay. The brand new one that I got, I used, used twice it? out there, and then I'm like, I'm not bringing this back to the states. You came back. That's to creepy. Old, you came back to old faithful that you keep here. Yep, and my, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend. So, <laughs> guys, I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you smashing? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, if you're listening to oh, this. Oh man, so weird. <laughs> uh, Dude, I didn't masturbate for almost a week there. An entire week, and I almost exploded. Just because you were around dudes? I was around dudes. There was all day, every day. I was housing with three other guys in one apartment, and there was just no time. I was so busy, and then the last couple days, I was like, I got to take care of this. (laughs) You couldn't make it back couldn't make it, no. All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to uh, my (laughs) updates on my uh, masturbation technique. Justin, do you have anything that you'd like to plug for later this week? Nope. I had to cancel all my shows because I got to shoot four days this week. So, Dude, at least you're making some money and you're freaking shooting. Are you excited about that? Yeah. I, it, it's going to be fun. It's the last week. I, I think I'm, it's going to be like camp where you get sad that uh, everyone's gone. Of course, dude. So we'll see. What about you? Nah. I'm good. Uh, just come <laughs> to just come to the Midnight Snack on Saturday. We're back on from being banned at the Improv. Oh, yeah. So uh, me, Avery Pearson, Josh Adam Myers, this Saturday at midnight at the Improv. And other than that, uh, just, you know, roast battles every Tuesday at midnight, and then hopefully I'll have some other shows uh, fill in the week. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Building Years. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Uh, check out I Lived on iTunes, Amazon, etc. And uh, JeremiahWatkins.tv for uh, there will be some new videos coming out very soon that I'll be posting. JustinAlexio.com. Follow me on Twitter. And, uh, you know, let's just keep on fucking. Word. <laughs>